All right, let's talk some sports. Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central, brought to you by BSN Sports. All right, your host for Sports Central this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Eric. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Jenna Kidd, Mark McCollum. Guys, time and date. Last time this has happened. When have all three of us been back in the studio together? Like three weeks ago? Wow, it's been that long. I think it might be three or four three weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's been a few weeks. It's incredible. Miss you guys. It's good to see you again. Forgot what you look like. Makes sense. Awesome. All right. Well, <laughs> shout out to BSN Sports. Thank you again for sponsoring our first segment. Um, and listen, I know we have a couple things to talk about across high school sports and college, but we are going to start with one thing and one thing only. How about the Florida Panthers? The comeback cats. How about them? How about the comeback cats, Jenna? You called you it. You know, I was sitting down last night watching the game when they were down 3 nothing, And in my head, I'm like, oh boy, I'm this is going to be tough to go into work tomorrow and have to deal with this. But little known fact here, Florida Panthers, up until last night's game, only team in the NHL and tied for the most in NHL history to have five comeback wins when they were down by at least three goals. Mm. Only only team in NHL history now that's done it six times because they scored five straight against the Washington Capitals. They take that game 5-3 in Sunrise, Florida. Now they go up to Washington, D.C., nation's capital, try to take the series away from the Caps. Crazy how fast it happened, too, right? Because I think I saw something where once they scored their first goal, eight minutes later, had the lead. Oh, yeah. It was insane. It was one after another. And Carter Verhage, absolute dynamite. Five-point night, uh, two goals, three assists. And he has had four goals in two games. The man wow. is just absolutely in fuego, on fire. Could you uh, imagine Washington? They're probably like looking left and right like, what happened? What just happened? What? It's it's not stop. I mean, it's insane Like to think that they've had six come from behind wins where they've been down by at least three goals out of this world. Yeah, that's got to like affect them mentally too, like for Washington. Like <laughs> no goal, you can't have too many goals against no. Florida because they can erupt like that. And we talked about this going into the playoffs, that they were going ha- well, to have to score five it. goals. <laughs> You're right. I, yeah, nobody really listens. But they needed to get five <laughs> goals at that point in time, and they did. They got five, literally five goals last night. Um, big game two, that was game five. Series now 3-2 goes up to Washington. Other side of the Florida hockey spectrum, the Lightning, unfortunately, losing a very, very pivotal Game 5 up in Toronto. They need to keep their season alive. Little fun fact. So Vasilevsky, the starting goalie for the Lightning, he has not lost back-to-back playoff games. 16 Mm. starts, never lost. And and coming from a loss, he's never lost those games. Hope that wasn't just the broadcaster's jinx right there. I don't think so. They've talked about it enough. So I mentioned it last time, and nothing happened. So I think he's actually calling in right now. As I was. Vasilevsky's calling in? Yeah, I think so. Incredible. Just just to tell you off. Eric, can you confirm (laughs) we do not have anyone on the line for me? The lines are all empty. Thank you, sir. He's got a lot going on tonight, so for him to spare a few moments, (laughs) that's incredibly nice. Absolutely incredible. Um, So that's obviously the hockey update. Big stuff, our Florida teams. Still in it on the Tampa Bay Lightning side. I mean, you never know. It's game six at home, raucous crowd over there in Amelie Arena. Yeah, I like to have game six at home, right? Keep your keep your uh, keep your chances going. A hundred percent. Game seven would be better, but you're talking about because the the series is three two. Just forget it. It's, 
Because the series is 3-2, you're saying it's a pivotal game, topic? must win. High school sports. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. You know, we, we were reading this before we got on the air. This was incredible. In I was dumbfounded. Of, oh, go ahead. Yeah, take it away. Oh, go ahead, take it away. You, you I'm, done. Sorry. Yeah. I'm done. I'm only going to speak when spoken to. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Come on, I'm go only going to speak when spoken to. No. That's fine. Right. Chelsea Williams. Uh, she, Mark, go ahead. Why don't you take this one away? So Chelsea Williams, the George Jenkins freshman, set four more personal bests, broke three for county records, won three events, and finished second in another on Saturday at the Class 4A Region 2 track and field meet at Alonzo High School. She needed just one jump in the triple jump to wipe out the competition. Her jump of 40 feet, 6 inches was more than 4 inches better than East Lake's Michaela Hill's jump of 36 feet, uh, 3 inches. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. 40 feet? Yeah. Four, yeah. We, we literally had to watch a video. Yes, yeah. it's, it's we saw how it was measured. It's like it's different because you have to take the it's three all hops. three. Yeah, yeah, all three yeah. steps included into the jump. Yeah, that's just insane. I thought when I read that the first time I was like, she jumped 40 <laughs> feet. I mean, we're looking around the room <laughs> like this like, room is 12. She was fine. <laughs> Literally gliding. <laughs> she was fine, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, geez. Mm. Um, so obviously, congratulations to uh, Miss Williams on fantastic breaking four personal best as well and still a freshman mm-hmm. so plenty of opportunity for her to continue to break some personal records here into the future uh jenna why don't you give us an update on uh baseball had a couple schools that are advancing yes so santa fe catholic and lakeland christian they are both advancing um a flurry of runs in the first inning propelled the santa fe catholic to a 13-3 route in seven or sorry, in five innings over Hernando Christian Academy in the Class Two A Region Two quarterfinal game on Wednesday night at Santa Fe Catholic High, the Hawks won six straight in eight of their last nine games. Um, next up for Santa Fe, who is currently eighteen and ten, is Foundation, who is nineteen seven and one at seven p.m. on Saturday in Winter Garden. So obviously, big matchup there for Santa Fe Catholic uh, against Foundation, but mm. strong showing obviously so far. Definitely, I mean, both of those teams are very good. They're always good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then let's finish it off on the softball side. Uh, Mark, why don't you talk to us about softball? Softball, here it is. Zamaya McBurrow's sacrifice fly in the sixth inning provided the only run uh, Murphy needed in Lake Wales' one nothing victory on Wednesday night in the Class 4A Region 3 quarterfinals. Uh, Lake Wales, 18-7, and seven, will play host to Wesley Chapel, who is 15-8 at 7 p.m. on Tuesday in the next round of the playoffs. You know, it's amazing all of the uh, congratulations to all those teams first and foremost, but uh, amazing as we go into the different sport disciplines, the just amount of various records that are being broken, teams that are advancing in playoffs. Jenna, I wish there was a night in which we recognize some of these athletes and teams that that exist within Poe County. No. (laughs) <laughs> no, okay. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Oh, it was like no. a layup. No, no, no. Hmm. The uh, 2022 Polk County All Sports Awards is coming up this June, oh, that's um, right. June 14th. Oh, that's so right. So it's going to be there's something. Yeah, a huge night to celebrate all of these athletes. I think right now we currently have 13 state champions. Yeah. So we just you know named another one, or we didn't name it. She, yeah. she, it was she earned it. We declared it. Yes, yes it was uh, amazing. We actually got the namer. <laughs> no, Azaria Whitehurst out of Fort Meade. She won the um, Class 1A. Um, 200 meter dash and 300 meter dash and last yeah. year as a freshman she won the 100 so she's only getting better yeah incredible stuff and it's it's crazy like we talked about chelsea williams like freshman right mm-hmm. like so they have three more years they're still going to be able to break some of these records and, and when you get improve. 
into these Olympic sports, not to interrupt you. <laughs> Please, I was waiting for it. <laughs> but these Olympic sports, you have these athletes winning multiple state championships, mm-hmm. which is really yeah. impressive. It is extremely impressive. And when and you, you look at it and you're like, I never won one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the confidence boost that we needed, right? Uh, well, Cry in the corner. Listen, obviously, you know, the next step for some of these high school athletes is going to be moving on to college. So when we come back from break, we're going to give you the college update, some of our local colleges, what they have going on. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. We've got it going on. It's called Sports Central. And it's brought to you by the Hampton Inn, Winter Haven. We'll talk some more sports right now with Jenna, Mark, and Ryan. Thank you, Eric. Always appreciate the lead in music. Always keep us on our toes. Good stuff, too. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Jenna, Mark, Eric in the studio. Eric's got to keep us on track. We got a little uh, little off kilter that first segment, but I think we're ready to go now. Yep. I'm here and I'm ready. I'm also here and ready. Love it. Good vibes so far. Good vibes in here. Um, listen, we talked right before the break about a lot of high school athletes. Also time to talk about our college athletes. Um, so much going on in terms of you know, Sunshine State Conference and other playoffs going on. Let's start with Sunshine State Conference, though. Let's talk about your alma mater, Southeastern, Mark. Talk to us about what's happening. So over that's there. actually the Sun Conference, not the Sunshine Sun State. Conference. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, Sunshine, okay. so I'm thinking Florida. So I'm thinking no, my alma mater. They're next. They're next. Yeah. Yeah. So Southeastern's baseball team, they just won the Sun Conference uh, baseball tournament. They're actually down 7 nothing. They were down 7 nothing um, To start, and then I think it was top of the third inning, they were down 7 nothing. Um, and they're kind of like the Florida Panthers. Like once they get started, oh, come back they, they just go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so they ended up winning 10 to 9. Um, Multiple contributors, Gary Loris towering two-run homer in the to left, tied the game, and then Stephen Collins, two out, two-run double, gave the fire their first lead of the day. Uh, solo homer by Robin Fernandez. Uh, did get the Bobcats back within one, but Ryan Bacolo got a pop out to second, and a ground ball back up to him to close out the game. Oh, fantastic stuff there. Congrats to the SEU fire. Yeah, so they're on to the NAI uh, opening round, oh, fantastic which we actually hosted stuff. over at Channel Lakes uh, last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, we did. Yeah, That is right, that is right. Uh, we'll switch over to the Sunshine State Conference. I was a little ahead of myself here. I was reading the Florida <laughs> Southern update. Um, Florida Southern women's lacrosse, uh, number 11 seed. They beat the number 12 Tampa. Uh, sorry, nationally ranked number 11, nationally ranked number 12 Tampa uh, by a final score of 20 to 10. Doubling them up. Mm-hmm. You just got to, you love to see it. Yeah, you and that's especially in the championship. It. That's a cool thing about lacrosse is they have such high scoring games because mm-hmm. it's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 20 one, to 10. one more time. What do they do? <laughs> and that wasn't a sound effect, by the way. That was actually Jenna making that. Yeah. Yeah. I am the sound <laughs> I am the sound <laughs> oh, So incredible stuff there. Um, Haley DeLeo led the way with five goals for the Moccasins, while Brenna Smith had four. Sammy Grassi, career day, notching the first Hattie. Hats on the field by finding the back of the net in all three shots she took. Shooting 100%. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Ryan uh, Buckley. Florida Southern had 35 total shot attempts. Spartans goal is just having trouble. That's a lot of shots to be facing. Next game is going to be against number 19 Wingate in the first round of the NCAA National Championships, May 13 at 3 p.m. in Queens, North Carolina. So, congrats again wow. to the Florida Southern women's lacrosse. A little team. Southern draw uh, there for yeah, you. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> a little Southern draw. And listen, one more shout out there. I I was invited by Coach Lee White, Florida Southern men's golf, to the, they do like an athletic 
uh, gala at the end of the year and just kind of recognize all the seniors, all the athletes, everything like that. And I was talking to him. I'm like, listen, how's golf going? Like, what's the status there? He goes, you know, we need a couple things to happen. Um, but if, if they all fall into place, you know, we could find our way up to the national championship. They advanced the national championship. Wow. That's they awesome. Did. So they're going to be going up to Michigan. I saw his post just the other day. Um, so the number 14, number 14 ranked in the nation advanced the national championship. So best of luck to the moccasins up there. They're going to, um, they went to the super regionals. It was hosted by Valdosta state play six. Uh, but by doing that, it did get them into the national championship. So congratulations nice. to the team. And that's going to be May 16th through the 20th TPC, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. So quick little shout out there. Congrats to the golf team. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Jenna, what about your alma mater? Yeah, so going kind of back to the Sun Conference, um, this is the Weber International Warriors softball team. They went undefeated in the 2022 Sun Conference softball tournament and defeated number 11 Southeastern University 3-1 to in the tournament final to earn their first Sun Conference tournament championship since 2016 and third in program history. Sorry, Mark. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry, think Mark. we were actually the Sun Conference regular season champions. Too, so best of both worlds. Oh, sorry, your mic got, must have got cut off. Offensively, the Warriors were led hmm. by Genesis Avilas, <laughs> finishing three for, one for three with a triple and an RBI and a run scored, followed by Abigail Thompson, who ended one for two with an RBI. Uh, Mimi Maggard, Maddie Houts, and Whitney Bones had the other three hits in the game for Weber. Well, congratulations to Weber. Um, congratulations. Because I remember the last time that they won... Raylan was on the team. Oh, wow. there you go. Raylan yeah. from our office. Yep. That's 2016, awesome. so they're they're back up there again. Well, fantastic stuff. Well, congratulations to Weber University. That's an awesome, awesome accomplishment. Um, Polk State baseball. You know, solid season for Polk State during the regular season. Uh, qualified again for uh, what am I trying to say right now? Let me just let me just read it in order versus jumping all over the place. Solid season Polk State baseball came to an end Saturday. Miami Dade completed the regional sweep of the Eagles ten to one. Um, Miami-Dade pushed just two runs across in the first, just as they did on Friday. In that first inning, uh, Polk State pitcher Jaden Bishop worked a scoreless second, but the Sharks blew things open with five runs in the third. Mm. Um, so unfortunate there. Uh, Polk State 34-19 uh, is what they finished on the year. Despite the disappointing ending, Polk State reached the state tournament for the second straight year and had 10 players named to the All-Sun Coast Conference team, including six first-team selections. So still, still a good year to look back on. Yeah, obviously. that program consistently, uh, you know. Don't they have a picking up wins all the time? Yeah. Don't yeah. they have someone going to University of Tennessee to play? Is that Polk State? Uh, I know Polk State. They have two players um, going to the Cape Cod League, kind of like a uh, semi-pro league almost for uh, amateur athletes before they, you know, declare to go to the draft or anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure they might. I think they might. Yeah. You know, a nice little recognition here as well is for Warner Flag Football. We did have um, Warner on our last or second to last edition of Sports Central TV over on uh, at PGTV. We had on Casey Gas. Casey Gas, and then a pitcher on the Warner baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, and that was awesome. Why did you say his last name so violently? Like Casey Gas. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Casey Gas. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So I'm we sorry. had we had uh, Casey Gas on the show, and he was able to talk about a lot of the different. I'm sorry. A lot of the different athletic things they have going that? on, and promotions they have going on as well. Just forget it. And um, really cool to see the different. You know how they're integrating in the community and things. They're trying to really connect the community with a lot of different. You know, sport programs that they have. But I thought this was a nice little interesting thing. So Warner Cynthia Homs was named this year's Sun Conference Player of the Year for flag football. 
Uh, first year, Roy was a three-time Sun Conference Player of the Week. Caught 122 passes for 1,450 yards and 25 touchdowns. So wow. Pretty efficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like basically one out of every five passes is a touchdown. It's pretty incredible. Also had one rushing touchdown. Uh, two-way player, Homs registered 123 flag pulls and seven interceptions, including one pick six on the year. So congratulations to Cynthia. That's an awesome accomplishment yeah. as well. Yeah, I always wanted to pl- play flag football, but Weber got it after I left. Oh, oh dang. Doesn't it feel like that always happens? Yeah, like right I... when you leave something, bam, they install something. Pretty much. But... I feel like you would have crushed it too. We did, oh, you ho- great. we did host one for a class. We had to do one for a class. It was a flag football, and it was amazing until it wasn't. But... Hmm. We, we crushed it. My team came in second, so what can I say? Well, I'm sorry that you missed out on that, Jenna, but we're going to talk about real football when we come back. We're going to talk a little NFL update, some trades, some moves that have been made, some signings, and then we'll also give you the uh, MLB and NBA spotlight as well. So don't go anywhere. Stay right here on Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7. Talking sports right now, Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central brought to you by Hollywood Signs. We're in the sports area, and there's your guide. He's Ryan Buckley. Mm. Eric, I love it. Welcome back to Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Jenna, Mark, Ryan, Eric. All here talking sports with you. Time to talk about some professional sports, guys. What do you say? Let's do it, Ryan. Awesome. That's the energy we needed, Mark. Uh, NFL, I know we said uh, we talked about flag football right before we went to break. NFL schedule released tonight, 8 o'clock shop. Although the home openers will be released at 6 o'clock. So right Hmm. at the end of the show, you should be able to see every team's home opener. But if you're you're a Who's fan, you might be able to see it now. The Titans. Right? Yeah, oh, they yeah. accidentally leaked <laughs> all Titans their... leak their home games. <laughs> oh, man, that's man, that person's yeah, probably NFL has got to be really upset. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Because what happens is they'll like they'll slowly get some games um, that people find out about, and some they advertise ahead of time. Like, they came out with Christmas Eve. Um, mm-hmm. That got leaked. So it turned out like the Eagles and um, Cowboys were playing Christmas Eve as one of the big games. All the international games. International games, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was a couple. And then there was like the opening, um, not opening game. I think the Thanksgiving games, they they can estimate that it's always going to be the Lions and Cowboys. And they try to do process of elimination on who they're playing. So usually they have a pretty good grasp on half of them before the schedule comes out. But the weird thing is like, you know who they're playing. That's not a mystery. That's already released. It's just you don't know when they're playing them. Yeah. And it's so odd. Like, what a thing to leak. Right? Like, yeah. it's it yeah. doesn't seem like you should rush to leak that information. Well, I think the Titans might have been trying to get their information to their season ticket holders so they can, like, plan. Right. But still, this is three, four months out. So it's but, not right. like... But you're talking about a span of three hours. Yeah. I mean, like, right? Like, I mean, you're yeah. talking about from five like that o'clock big of a to difference. eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It cannot be that big a difference. No. There's no way. It's so. kind of like Washington when they... They messed up and put the commanders everywhere, and people could see oh, it from see outside. The <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The their team name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and to your point, you know, three months away, still got time for that. But we're starting to get in the heat of baseball. We're starting to get into the thick of it. Um, <laughs> thirty, about thirty to forty games in, depending on which team you support, somewhere in that range, um, closer to thirty-five, and um, we are starting to see some of the divisions take shape. Mm-hmm. Starting to see some of the teams move up, move down, move around. And in, wow. we'll start with the AL East. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll start with the AL East. I, listen, I'm a little bit of a homer. I'm a Yankee fan. They have played <laughs> very well to start yes, the season. they have. They have played very well. The Rays have also played very well. Um, it's just tough when you're in that division because between them, Toronto, the Yankees, 
been a lot of <laughs> the Orioles, the Red Sox. They won today. They did win today. They're on. They're they're on, they're uh, El Fuego. They're on fire. That was a struggle. So talk, Mark. Talk about uh, the Rays. I know they went on a West Coast trip. What did that look like? Yeah, they just wrapped up their West Coast road trip with a game in Anaheim last night, beating the Angels four to two in ten innings. Uh, as you mentioned, Tampa four games out of the New York Yankees, who are killing it to start the year, uh, but two games ahead of the third place Toronto Blue Jays. Um, speaking of the Blue Jays, Tampa will host them after an off day today. Uh, Toronto's in Tampa through Sunday. Uh, the Rays then shift their focus to the Detroit Tigers for a three-game series starting on Monday. Yeah, and Tampa just coming off, or Tampa, Toronto just coming off a sweep from the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So a team that's limping into Tampa, so to speak. I feel like I have to mention this. Sorry, Tyler, if you're listening. Oh, but the yeah. Rays getting no hit. I wasn't going to mention it. Oh. But oh. No, 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 no. Go ahead. It's, it's fine. The okay. Rays got no hit. Well, it's I already fine. said it. So yeah, yeah the Rays got. <laughs> but it's kind of like I feel like they're the team that gets to no hit the most, even though they are really good consistently. They are. It's incredible how it happens. Yeah, it's insane. And you and you mentioned with um, the Rays, obviously ta- Toronto coming into town. Then they're going to go focus on the Tigers. Jenna, talk to us about um, the Tigers. So I know a little bit of a bump, um, you know, to start the year, um, and. Dug themselves quite a hole to mm-hmm. start the season. Yeah, so the Tigers are currently nine and twenty-two. They are nine and a half games back from the first place Minnesota Twins. Um, they are currently playing, or I'm sorry, they actually lost today five to three against the A's. Um, but Detroit um, starts a weekend series against the Baltimore Orioles. Yay, Mark! Tomorrow night <laughs> before coming to Tampa Bay on Monday. If you're playing on an early summer trip up to Detroit, it's Star Wars night at Camaro at Comerica Park in Detroit on Saturday. Then the Tigers take on the Orioles. So rookie or Wookie. Wow, <laughs> Jenna. Spencer Torkelson leads the team in home runs with three and is third with 13 walks, showing a lot of potential for the team. That was that good. Was really that good. was really good. good. I, I've, been, I've been sitting on it. Wow. I've been wow. sitting on it. I wish Zim was listening. Wookie Spencer Torkelson. <laughs> what a line. How cool too it was to see that Wookie Spencer Torkelson in market. <laughs> You know, yeah. in Lakeland and stuff during spring training, it was awesome. Um, so really cool. So showing that youth potential that exists within the Tigers organization. So cool. And it's definitely nice to see that they have it with Miguel Cabrera. Obviously, he's not going to play forever. He was such a, he's such a great player that they have someone that they're building, to, you know, kind of oh, absolutely. take over that. Right. Absolutely. Um, sticking in the sports matra and professional sports side, we'll go over to the NBA playoffs. Uh, Miami, massive win against Philadelphia. Go up to, you go up to Philly up 2-0, you come back down to Miami 2-2, and Bede's in the series. You're like, oh boy, what's happening here? What's going on? This guy, he's not the MVP of the league. He probably should be. But man, he's causing some damage here. He doesn't get the MVP. He's clearly mad about it. And he gets blown out in Game 5. Yeah, not the <laughs> response not you want. what I expected. If you are upset about not being awarded the MVP and you put up a clunker in the <laughs> Yeah, it seems crazy. And listen, he has, he has a chance tonight. He's playing with uh, <laughs> James Jumpshot, so we'll see if Harden can actually make an impact in this series. That game up in Philadelphia tonight, uh, so that'll be an interesting one. A game that was extremely exciting. We talked about this earlier today over at Lake Silver as we were preparing some volunteer slots for the World Water Ski Show tournament coming up in October. Talked with some of our friends who are uh, heading up to Wisconsin from Wisconsin, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. What yeah. a game against Boston they yeah. had. Uh, they take the lead 3-2. Drew Holiday with the block of the postseason. I mean, just madness. Meet me at the rim. I'll take the ball. 
Here's my receipt. Yeah, it's capping off, <laughs> capping off a huge comeback win. It was, it was incredible, amazing. Uh, you know, and if they now they go back home, game six, which as we mentioned earlier, massive home game for game six, right? So they could go ahead and advance to the Easter Conference Finals if they do that. Let's give you the whole basketball update. Why not? Western Conference, Phoenix, Dallas, Phoenix up three two. This has been a home game series. Yeah, I mean, this has been just an absolute do it at home. Those two Dallas Mavericks fans not in attendance tonight. They're not in attendance tonight. They are not allowed after having a altercation with Chris Paul's family. Oh, so they wow. will not be courtside. Wait, mm. what? Yeah, there was a, <laughs> at the last last game in Dallas. There was an altercation between some members of Chris Paul's family and two fans, two Dallas Mavericks fans. Mm. Caused a huge stir, absolute sight. Um, Chris Paul got involved as they were escorting them out, and then. They are not. They are not back for this game. I was gonna say. Obvi- Wait, Chris Paul's family or those two fans? The two fans. I was gonna say. Obviously, they're gonna lose every time. So yeah, yeah it's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. On the other end, um, Golden State Memphis series. You look at that one. You say, all right, John Morant's out. They lost a really close game four to even the series. Come back home. Psh, swan song coming up at the home game, and yet they blow out Golden State. At one point, it was a fifty-five point Memphis lead. 55 points. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Absolutely insane. Uh, They get blown out by 30 points in Game 5. Again, John Morant not playing, as Zim says, Jay Morant. Still trying to figure out who (laughs) he plays for. Uh, But John Morant (laughs) (laughs) wasn't able to play. Uh, Golden State going to go back home, try and do something with that series. Uh, I have my friend out in San Antonio, works in the NBA. He has told me Memphis will win this series. That's what he's he going is with. Absolutely convinced. He says Memphis is going to come back, win this series. Did you see what Draymond Green did and Make said in post conference, permanent uh, post game press conference? Oh, what he say? He was like dancing, you know, around when all the Memphis fans are having a great time, you know, beating the Warriors by fifty, and Draymond Green's having a great time, like enjoying it. Uh, and after the game, he's like, "Yeah, like pretty much just saying they are so confident they're going to win the, one of these next two games. Doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's, it's just one game, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's just one game in the series, but." Boy, did they get shelled. That was a tough one. So we'll see what happens from there. Uh, we talked, obviously, already about our NHL counterparts and, and what needs to happen on that end. But just to remind you guys, the Florida Panthers did win last night. That did, in fact, happen. Are uh, they the so comeback cats? They are the comeback cats. They are the comeback cats. Tonight, though, make sure you watch Game 6, Tampa and Toronto. Lightning down 3-2. This is a must-win. Vasilevsky has that. I'm not going to lose back-to-back. We'll see what happens. Comeback Cats, that's in 24 hours. So game six will take place up in Washington. You're doing your calculations there. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> um, well, when we come back from the break on the other side of this break, we'll bring it more local. We'll talk about some local events, <laughs> talk about some local sports as well. Make sure you stay in the know of what's happening in your backyard. So stay right here on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central on the radio right now. And Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn. Now let's get back to it. More of Sports Central with Mark, Jenna, and Ryan. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Mark, Jenna, Ryan, Eric, great job on the music once again, sir, per usual. I thank you. Yes, you have set (laughs) the standard once again, my friend, and we appreciate it. Guys, so much stuff happening in our community. So much stuff going on, especially like this past 
weekend, you know, we talked about Mayfair. Jenna, you went to Up, Up, and Away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just a lot that was going on. It was it was a packed weekend, but that's how most weekends are in Polk County. There's always something to do. Jenna, you went to one of the night sessions, right? Mm-hmm. How was that? It didn't happen. It was oh. too windy. <laughs> great, great question, Mark. <laughs> right? No, so, um, you know, I kind of learned that they, they don't, you can't steer a hot air balloon. So any amount of wind could literally take you who knows where. Um, so unfortunately, they weren't able to get off the ground, but I was able to see some of the baskets, some of the flames, some of the balloons themselves. So it was it was a cool experience in the end. Uh, sorry, I brought that up. It's okay. I'll go cry later. I won't ask how Mayfair was, Buckley. Oh no, Mayfair was fantastic. Was great. No, no, Mayfair, Mayfair was a good time. It was very well set up. Shout out to Joy Williams and Leslie Norman. They took time not only to come on radio but on Sports Central TV and give give our listeners and viewers both an understanding of what the event entails and how it was different. There were so many vendors out there. Like it was insane how much it covered. And then the 5K as well. 5K which was over at Lake Mirror. That one was on Lake Mirror. That was Lake Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was about 860 runners or so in that. So one of them was packed. yourself. Oh yeah. I was very happy yeah. with my time. I was very pleased. Yeah. So Does the uh art museum have a big play into Mayfair? Like do they help out a lot? Yeah, absolutely. We had uh, an opportunity to talk to um, Daryl Ward and talked with him a little bit about some of the direction with not only the art museum, but the arts in general mm-hmm. in Polk County. And the museum does play a role. They also have um, free admission into the museum. Mark, you probably oh, could wow. tell us more about that, the free admission into the no, museum. No, I actually haven't there. been. Oh. You haven't really? been? I haven't been. Wow. We are on fire this segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually sounds great, though. Yeah. No, it with is. the High Women, um, I heard that's a great exhibit, the High Women. So that's definitely one that, if it's still there, you definitely have to go check it out, especially if it's free to get in. It is still there. Oh, it is still there. And they met, Daryl mentioned that on the TV show. And then I wonder, we could probably ask for Taylor, and she could probably show us around. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We have that connection. Should be able to. Guys, one other note before we dive into more local events and local updates. So Erling Holland, <laughs> here's a local update. So there was a, a Norwegian soccer player who plays in a German league. <laughs> That's we're talking about local updates. His name is Polk. Erling Holland. And he just signed a contract to Manchester City. Now soccer contracts, Jenna, you and I know this. They they report them by weekly wages. Yeah, I have no idea what no, a soccer you had no idea. Is. Yeah, you had no idea. Weekly wages. So they don't say like, oh, he got offered a $30 million a year contract. They say he gets paid, you know, 500000 a week. Right. Wow. <laughs> so Erling Holland's contract is four hundred thousand euros a week, which is the equivalent of four hundred fifteen thousand dollars a week. Oh my god. That he's gonna make. That's two million a month, twenty four million a year. Incredible stuff. Yeah, congrats to him. Incredibly valuable, yep. Football uh, is life. And spe- <laughs> yes, it is life, arrogant. Speaking of football, there was a segue to be had the Florida Tropics. Florida Tropics, MASL, their bid to win the championship comes up just a bit outside, losing <laughs> losing game two to the San Diego Soccers, four to three. <laughs> you crack yourself up, don't you? <laughs> I just make myself laugh. Uh, losing game two, four to three. But hey, listen, guys, round of applause. Great season for the Tropics. Fantastic stuff. Coming out of the uh, Eastern Conference and representing Polk County, Lakeland, putting on the map, Florida for that matter. And putting, uh, again, a great showing in the finals. And thanks to BJ Ronaldo again for joining us on Sports Central last week at Mayfair as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Jenna, really quickly, how about a couple key events to keep in mind uh, this upcoming weekend? So we have the Florida Orange Blossom Series Spring Open, and that is a table tennis tournament out in Simpson Park Community Center. Then we have the YBOA Team Appreciation Championship, which is held at the Advent Health Fieldhouse in Winter Haven. So that's a basketball event. Mm-hmm. 
Then we have FYSA State Cup. That is a large soccer event out at Lake Myrtle. Yep. We have Pro-Am Softball, who is coming. Um, that is an adult softball um, tournament that's held at Walker Road and Diamond Plex in Winter Haven. Um, and then we have Perfect Game, the Sunshine State Invitational. This is a baseball tournament um, at both Lake Myrtle Sports Complex and the Quad at Northeast Regional Park. Man, just amazing stuff. That's all just this weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on. That state cup's going to be cool from an FYSA side. A lot of people that come into Polk County for that. Yes, and th- that's those are top, top, top teams. Top, top teams, absolutely. So that'll top, be fun top. to check out. Top, 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 top teams. It's going to be really cool. Uh, well, thank uh, thanks everyone for you know sticking around, listening to this stuff. We just we love talking about sports in our community, and we just don't get to talk about enough of it. And it never but stops. It never stops. There's always something going on. And to find out more information about what's going on in the county, head to www.centralfloridasports.com. Also, be sure to check out visitcentralflorida.org. If you want to give us a shout, call up Ask for Raylan, 863-551-4750. She loves talking to people. Is this Raylan? For Eric, Ryan, Mark, and Jenna, we appreciate you tuning in to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7.